Hey, you're 86. I'm Justin Myers, and this is a show about how bartenders handle bad situations. Hey, hey. Welcome to episode 8.5, in which I drink wine from my corner store and give you some quick tips from the past few episodes. We've had some amazing guests this month. I definitely learned a lot. Let's get into this recap and this bottle of 2013 Rastu. Madero Liquor. They've got the wackiest selections. I love it. What's up, guys? Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. This is our second recap episode. I hope these are helpful. And I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a message or leave a comment. Let me know what you think of this show or what you'd like to hear more of. We had some great guests this month with so much good information. Episode 5 featured Tanya Clark, bartender, yoga teacher, founder of Jigger and Dash Wellness, a health and fitness program geared towards bartenders. I, I had to find something that I really liked doing that I looked forward to going to that I knew was going to kick my ass, but didn't completely hate it when I was there. This industry definitely doesn't lend itself to a healthy lifestyle. I mean, our job is to sell alcohol to people. But it doesn't have to be unhealthy, and it's easier than you might think to work a little more balance into your routine. We all know we need to eat well, exercise, and not drink too much. Tanya recommended doing this in a way that works for you. Don't force yourself to go running every day if you don't like it. Find some other kind of exercise that you like. I like strength training. I do it twice a week, which is more than the no exercise I used to do. It's hard to eat better, but challenge yourself to spend a little time, maybe 30 minutes a week, packing some healthy snacks for your shifts. And make it something you like to eat. You don't like kale? Me neither. I brought bottled gazpacho and some cheese to work yesterday. And find some friends and coworkers to do this with. Maybe you can alternate bringing healthy snacks to share or work out with your friends from other bars in the early afternoon before your shifts. It's more fun to do things with friends. In episode 6, we talked to Suzu, who has worked at more bars than I can count, about staying fresh and creative in your career. I'm one of those people, ever since I was a kid, I have to stay active. Like, I need to be doing, like, a million different things. All too often, I see bartenders get comfortable, then get stagnant, then get bored and frustrated and burnt out. It's real easy to let this job turn into mere drudgery. Now, you don't have to work at 25 different bars like Suzu did, but try whatever works for you to keep it interesting. See if you can get more involved in the menu creation at your bar. Compete in a cocktail competition. Practice flair bartending. I don't know. Whatever you're interested in, go for it. It will help you stay happier. Episode 7 was all about empathy in the context of service. I had a great conversation with Todd Karna, beverage director at The Interval, about how we've handled some challenging customer interactions. I don't want to have a standoffish bartender. I don't want to have a bartender that's like ignoring me for people he knows, she knows. I think the most important thing to understand is why you're there at your bar or restaurant and why your customers are there. And really keep that in mind. It's kind of like your compass needle. We really need to take that to heart. Customers are coming from their own world that we know almost nothing about. And they're coming to our bars to have a good time. And we're there to give them that. More importantly, if we stop focusing on ourselves and how unhappy we are and what we need and what we want all the time, and start focusing on others and their happiness, it actually just makes everyone happy. Episode 8, we got to sit down with Simi Graywall at the beautiful new Decant Wine Shop and Bar and hear about the challenges she faced opening her own business 
for the first time. And suddenly that means in San Francisco, the way that the zoning laws are, you're opening a bar. You're not opening a retail shop, really. Many of us dream of opening our own bar someday, but it could seem impossible. Simi recommends having a clear vision from the beginning and using that as a foundation for everything you do. And also building on your experience in the industry and your network of colleagues, friends, family, mentors. You may be surprised. You probably already have everything you need. Of course, you're still going to have to work really hard but it could be one of the most rewarding things you'll ever do. Well, that's all for this week. Thanks again for listening. We've got some exciting stuff in the works. We're going to talk about how to work in this industry when you have a family, what to do when customers try to hit on you, and all the challenges of working at a brand new bar. So make sure to hit subscribe, and please share us with your friends and colleagues in the industry. We'll see you next time. Thank you.